Moncrief on News Talk. Now, back in the day, before mobile phones, it was an innovation that, for a couple of decades anyway, played a, a bit of a role in Irish cultural life. No one would go anywhere without a call card in their pocket. Not only were they handy, but they also came in a range of ever-changing designs. So, so unsurprisingly, people started collecting them, and they still do. Ross Cullen is the founder of the website callcards.ie. Good afternoon, Ross. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Now, for our younger listeners, uh, uh, maybe you should explain when call cards were brought in and why. So, in the early 90s, uh, the call card revolution uh, commenced and probably finished up in the early 2000s, around 2002. But I guess it pretty much gained traction around 1990, 1991 after Telecom Aaron, who are now known as Aircom or Air, had a number of trials in some of the big uh, cities in Galway, uh, Cork and Dublin. And was and, and this was of a, they were of a mind to get rid of all the uh, the, the coin operated phones. Exactly. So what you do is go into your local shop and you'd buy a card. It might be uh, three pounds fifty at the time or seven fifty, and you would use that like a credit card. Put it into the into the machine the same way as you would with a credit card, and your units would count down. Typically, twenty for for each unit, it would be around twenty cents. Right. Yeah. And so from from the very start. Did they have different designs on them? Yes, yeah. Though I mean, you know, they're they're almost like the the varieties of, of of Irish culture staples, past and present. Some of them would be, you know, famous brands we know in Ireland: Kellogg's, Barry's Tea, Garth Brooks had done a concert in the early nineties as well. World yeah. Cup USA, Guinness, Rose Tralee, to just name a very few. Yeah, and, and did you? And then, so as a collector, when did you uh, start with that? So I'm probably giving away my age here now, Sean, if you do the math, but I started collecting them when I was about seven. And a lot of people in the in the schoolyard at the time, in the national school, um, were obviously trading them over and back. And I suppose my real first uh, affection for call cards came when there had been a St. Patrick's Day parade and they had been throwing cards off the float. And one of them happened to to land in the, the school, uh, in the grass in the school. And one day we were playing football and lo and behold, I came across this shamrock uh, illustrated card and that's where I got the bug. Right, okay. And you, you also, like, the, is this right, they, they would run competitions occasionally and ask people to design cards? Exactly. So there was a huge competition across primary and secondary schools at the time for many years on end uh, where you'd be able to design uh, a call card. So school kids from all over the country would uh, obviously frantically be painting and colouring their illustrations all sent into Telecom Air and headquarters in Dublin to hopefully have their, their card uh, sorry, to have their drawing uh, on the front of a call card. So over the years, I've got to speak to many of, of the people who uh, were lucky enough to have their illustration on the front of a call card and have great nostalgic memories about it, definitely. Yeah, and uh, apart from the glory of having done that, did you like get anything for winning that competition? I believed you got uh, a couple of computers donated to your school and you got a big goodie bag. So it varied from year to year. Okay. All right. Well, you got something at least. So I suppose by definition then for a collector, all call cards were limited edition. I I, I guess at the front of them, they had said limited edition. But if you take the Garth Brooks one, for example, there was over 200,000 of those printed. So a lot of time there was a a lot of cards circulated. Any of the active collectors, and there still are many out there to to date, Sean, would be looking for the really rare of the rare. And a lot of that would come down to, for example, prototype cards, test cards, cards that were incorrectly um, printed, colours all 
all over the place, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so that would there would be a similarity to, to to stamps there in 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 that last regard, at least. Were there very were there, much so? Were there many of them that had had mistakes in them? To this day, John, they're still popping up. Would you believe? Crikey! And what kind of mistakes did they have? Usually, printing errors or or colours that are inverted, or sometimes. The, the cards a lot of the time came sealed in a pack. So the machine that would actually put the perforation between each of the cards sometimes might have been offset and has, has put a jagged edge through the card. People love to collect those bits and pieces. Yeah. Even even in the in the in the latter latter years of call cards around 2000, 2002, they started recycling cards and overprinting them. So people love to collect uh, the overprints because you can still see the old card in between it. And and once you go down that rabbit hole, you'll never come out of it. Yeah. And would they announce in advance we're going to issue you know a call card to commemorate some event, say, or or that. Kind yes. Of thing. So the uh, there was an, a very active collectors club, and at the time pre-internet, they would send out to their members quarterly uh, a newsletter updating them on what cards were coming, and you could uh, buy some of the rare cards if they still had some of them in stock. So you used to get a nice little brochure every every quarter from Telecom Iron uh, of the cards past and, and and future. Yeah. Were there any call cards that were planned, but? never made it were never d- distributed to the public yes in, in 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 latter years i've been fortunate enough to speak to a lot of ex-employees of of, of air and aircom and some of them have shared me some of their their um their secrets of what didn't make i suppose the 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 um the flo- the, the cutting floor so uh, on my website callcards.ie uh, a couple of years ago there's a, a card for the irish famines that never min- made it and i was lucky enough to get a picture of what it was going to look like as well so that's very exciting to to people like myself that are still avid yeah. collectors and why didn't they release it i'm i'm sure for for many reasons sometimes it may be uh, commercial reasons sometimes the we say the event it might be marking a, a particular holiday or an event that's being planned maybe that 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 holiday didn't, didn't go ahead uh, many many reasons as you can imagine yeah what 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 were the most common ones then uh, if you were a collector and you go in to buy a call card and you go oh no not this one again exactly so a, a lot of the collectors i suppose um any any time that they may be buying a, a batch of cards, there's nothing worse than to open the box and it to be, I suppose, full of Irish horse racing, which was a, a card that was print, <laughs> printed in the millions. So it's a, a, an illustration of, of of a horse race, printed in many forms, but still there's 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 hundreds of thousands and in some cases millions of those around. And also as well, there was a, a, a an old um, cottage based somewhere in Connemara that was based on an old John Hind postcard. So. That one as well. Anytime I see the the old cottage or the the Irish horse race, my eyes go to heaven. Yeah, and now what would be then the uh, what's the Moby Dick of call cards? The the really oh, that that that's a very good question. Um, many things to many different people. In latter years, uh, some of the senior executives in Telecom Aaron had their own business card call cards. Oh. So, Yes, so so they still remain remain uh, very very rare, like ends teeth. But also as well, there was a car, there was a card printed for the um, the IMI, uh, the Irish Management Institute conference back in the the late eighties, uh, and this was a, a test call card. And at what what a lot of believe, and I don't know if this is a uh, you know a, an old wise tale or or something of legends, but at the end of the conference, they had a load of cards left over on the tables, and supposedly they binned them all. So this card is really rare because the majority of them were scrapped. Oh my word. So that, so that card would typically fetch in, in the region of, you know, um, you know, up four or 500 euro. Really? My yes. word. And are, are there specific forums, uh, forums, Ross, where these kind of things would be auctioned off? 
yet they're still very popular on the, the, the Irish and the international stage for trading. So there's lots of websites still out there that, that trade in cards. And, you know, like the, the um, for example, eBay is still very popular, adverts.ie. And you, you can go in there and type in call cards and you still see that there's lots of them being sold or traded. And, and a lot of the time as well, even through our Facebook page, uh, if you search for call cards, people still to this date ask me, would I be interested in cards or would I know somewhere where you can, I suppose, exchange, swap, etc. Yeah. Ross Cullen is creator and founder of the website callcards.ie. Ross, thank you very much. Thanks a minute, John. And somebody wants to know, are call cards worth more used or unused with credit left on them, even though you cannot use the credit anymore? Well, I think that's kind of irrelevant now. But as you heard uh, Ross saying there, if they're rare, it's kind of like stamps. If they're rare, if they have a mistake on them, you know, and probably there's many houses in Ireland uh, that probably do have some old call cards uh, lying around the place. You don't know. You might have a few bob there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.